And the Harris Happening continues on the Mighty 790 KFGO and KFGO.com. Gentlemen, I haven't seen in quite a while because of the COVID pandemic. Uh, Tucker Lucas joins us right now, who is the director of the uh, new play over at Theater B called The Majority, which actually started last night and uh, continues uh, today and also Sunday afternoon and the following week. And we'll talk a little bit about that and find out what it's all about. But, Tucker, great to talk to you again. Welcome back to the show. Thanks, Bob, for having me. It's been when, how long has it been since I saw your smiling face? Boy, it's six months, right? It's been a while. It's been a long time. This play that you guys are going to be doing—I mean, how how cool is it that you found almost the perfect play to do during an election season like this? Not only during an election season, but during a global pandemic, which was actually <laughs> the, the the first thing we had to cross off the list was if we're going to keep doing art in the era of COVID nineteen, we have to be able to do something that carries the lowest amount of risk of spreading the infection. So we ended up looking for a one-person show, which is what this is. Uh, we put it together with not even a skeleton crew, a bone marrow crew. And uh, we've designed it so that it can be streamed so that the audience can actually watch from the comfort and safety of their own home, as well as uh, this particular show being that it's about elections as a built-in component where the audience gets to interact with the show from their cell phones by voting on things during the show itself. Now, if I read this correctly, was this show developed right before Trump was elected in 2016? It, yeah, so it was, it, the, the show itself covers the span of time between 2014 during the Scottish uh, vote about independence in the UK and bridges through past the election of Donald Trump. Um, and uh, <clears throat> even though it, it's not necessarily, it's not about Trump or it's not about any particular party or political view, but it is about um, how toxic political confrontation culture can become when we lose ourselves to it. And uh, so it spans that period of time. It takes place in Europe, but even though the backdrop of it is European politics, like the Scottish referendum, like Brexit, things like that, the themes of the play are so universal that when we read it, we were like, we're basically, yeah, there's, there's names of places that don't match up with America. But all the conflicts that people are going through there, we're having the exact same ones here. So it worked out. Oh, very good. Very good. And by the way, being being the, the, the director of this, uh, and it's a one-woman play. I think it was a man yep. originally, but it's a one-woman yep. play in our case, or your case. How difficult is that to, uh, compared to an entire cast? Or is it easier to direct a one-person show? It's not necessarily quantifiable and easier or harder, but it definitely has its own sets of challenges that... Other that normal shows that aren't one person shows don't have, uh, but the thing, but that's also what makes one person shows so cool. Like uh, our mutual good buddy JJ Gordon, a couple of years ago, did the Sandland Diaries at Theater B, which I directed. Oh sure, it was also a one person show, and with a one person show, everything is really centered from the performer because everything is flowing from them. So they're playing different characters. They're emulating different sets and locations and fields. So, so much of the performance comes directly from one performer instead of a, a cast of people who are doing things maybe a little more literally. So at that point, then it's, well, what do you do with that one person on the stage that makes the show not just seem like you're just watching one person standing there telling you a story, right? You want to you want to make something visually interesting too. So that's a, that's a very distinct challenge that one person shows do. Um, but, uh, we here at B love challenges like that. I was going to say, because a one person show, and I think if I'm not, if I remember right, I think Carrie Winterstein did a one person show many, yep. a few years ago as well. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I could never dream of, of memorizing all that dialogue, dialogue for their play. You know, I hats Dude, off I to would... those great actors for doing that. 
Yeah, dude, I wish he could have been here for rehearsals. Our actor, Claire Lynch, who's playing Robbie Drummond, um, I've never, this is not a joke, I've never seen an actor who can memorize lines as well as Claire can, and as quickly as Claire can. And in fact, I almost want scientists to start studying her, because I'm like, <laughs> how did you get all of these lines down so well? But uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely a challenge when it comes to it, as it is with any role, but our actor, uh, Claire Lynch, uh, she kills it in the show. She was more than ready for the challenge, and I can't wait for people to see her performance. Well, we got kind of a basic plot line to this, what you what you were talking about, but uh, we want to let the folks know that uh, if they get their virtual tickets, there is uh, some things that they will be interactive uh, with the play, correct? Yep. So you, you actually cast votes during the show, live votes, that you'll see being tabulated live on the video stream. Um, basically what happens is you're going to be watching the stream on you know any, any Internet device and then... Um, our lead character will say, uh, give you a vote proposition, and you'll be asked to vote yes or no. And all you have to do is you can take any cell phone, uh, tablet, or computer that has uh, uh, Chrome or Firefox or Safari web browsers on it. Go to theaterb.org slash vote, and uh, you'll be able to see yes or no votes there that you'll be able to decide on. And it actually affects the show, Bob. The, this audience actually gets to decide whether or not we take a bathroom break at the start of Act Three. <laughs> oh my goodness! My goodness! Yeah. So it's a different. It's a different show every night because of that. That's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun. Did you uh, when you when you have these this virtual setting now? I mean, there must be something that deep down in your heart that says, "Man, I wish there was a live audience here." I do. I mean, there's you know, there's nothing that feels better as an actor than having that immediate feedback of of people sitting in the audience and especially if it's comedy and reacting to what you're doing in real time. And now on the subject of live audiences, you know, right now, at least for this opening weekend, we're not bringing any audiences in. Um, our very number one priority is uh, audience safety and community safety, not spreading COVID-19. So we're going to be following the guidelines set by the state of Minnesota since we're uh, located in Moorhead and whether or not we do allow a few people to come in socially distanced with masks and other protocols to watch us live then we'll be, you know, we'll be able to announce more details at that time. But because we knew that was going to be a limiting factor, we've really designed this show to be a primarily streaming show. Now, now, would this be, if you if you do let people in, would it be virtual as well? So you get votes from both in in house audience and on on the computer. We we will allow the in-house audience to keep their phones on. Yeah, it's a rare thing in the theater world. <laughs> yeah, they'll be able to keep their phones on, you know, silence but on, so they could they could vote in the real time too. And I'd say, you know, if the opportunity presents itself where you're able to actually catch the show live, the experience is going to be something like catching a taping of The Late Show, right, where you're seeing some of the machinations behind the scenes that the audience at home doesn't get to see. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. You know, if, if we can do it safely, we'll definitely do it safely, and we'll let people know when we do. If you just joined us, by the way, excuse me, I should have introduced you again here, but Tucker Lucas is our special guest uh, here on The Harris Happening. We're talking about the new virtual play this weekend called uh, The Majority Through Theater B, and uh, we'll give you some details on how to uh, find out more information on getting tickets as well. How do, how, you know, you guys have been in that location, uh, theater B for the last uh, couple of years now. Uh, it looks like it really fit in good for you guys. Oh, we love it here. We absolutely love it here. I mean, we've, we've been so lucky in our history to be embraced by uh, community members that help support us, you know, including the people, uh, where we rent this building from and the community around us, the people that live here and 
the city Moorhead. It's all fantastic. So we're, we're loving our current space and we're going to, you know, keep making art and hopefully, hopefully we can get to a point with the pandemic where we can all start to gather again and make art together again. And yeah. This is a, this will be a center place for that. No matter when, or I should say, well, yeah, no matter what time, if they finally do ever get this pandemic over, is this going to change plays overall? Will we still be seeing virtual plays down the road? I, I guarantee you that in some way, nonprofit arts organizations are going to be looking at virtual streaming as ways to help them reach larger audiences so that they can get more revenue. That's just one of the big bottlenecks of, you know, we, we do theater for the love of it, not for the money, right? But you still need money to keep the lights on and keep things going. And when you can only fit, you know, 80 to 100 people in a physical space at any one time, you're really limited to how many audience members you can get to see your art. So I would not at all be surprised if arts organizations uh, all over the, the country that are nonprofit that already before the pandemic had trouble making ends meet, we'll start looking at this as a potential way of, uh, of uh, bringing more revenue and getting more audience members. See, I don't no. think we're going to see traditional theater go away, but this will definitely supplement it. I saw I was, uh, the real, one of the reasons I mentioned that I had talked with Emily Beck a while ago and uh, about the uh, virtual uh, Fargo uh, film festival. And they said mm-hmm. they actually had some people signed up and they were watching from England. So, I mean, uh, you know, this this could be something totally different that uh, could uh, be interesting in the uh, in the near future of a theater over the next uh, number of years. But hopefully, and I think I think it will too. People want to be physically there. I think they would rather be there instead of home eating a bowl, a bowl of popcorn. Absolutely, I mean, we would rather people be here too. But we got to keep each other safe and be, you know, be responsible and, and stick together in getting through this pandemic. I will say one of the really cool things about. Streaming this particular show, though, is because the playwright, Rob Drummond, is actually in Europe. Um, he'll actually get to see this show. So <laughs> well, this is, I think this, this is going to be, it's happened a few times before, but one of the rare occasions at Theater B where we actually get the playwright uh, observing the play itself. So that's going to be really, really cool. Very cool. Very cool. Now, for more information on getting those virtual tickets, what do they do? www.theaterb.org, and theater is spelled T-H-E-A-T-R-E-B.org. Uh, there are you know, two different versions of theater spelling out there. And uh, all the information you need is right there. All right. Tucker Lucas, the name of the play is The Majority. And uh, this should be a lot of fun, folks. Make sure you get over there to Theater B, the uh, website, and get your tickets as soon as possible. Thanks, Tucker. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Bob.